our guy Brock Seward from Brock and Salk on Seattle Sports 710 joins us courtesy of Elite Sportsbook. What's your relationship with Jim Harbaugh, Brock? Uh, friendly. Yeah, I think I probably called about a half dozen of his games while he's been in Michigan at Stafford before then. So maybe, maybe a little bit more than than yeah. I mean, friendly and and maybe a little bit more even game wise over the fourteen years of broadcasting. All right. So what makes him tick, man? What what would make him leave Michigan to be the head coach of the Broncos? Yeah, I think just the state of college football. I mean, he's a pretty pretty genuine article, man. He's he is unique. He's his own bird. Uh, he's fun to communicate with, challenging at times. But I think he's, especially at this stage of the game, pretty genuine guy. And when you've coached at San Diego and then you've coached at Stanford and now you're in Michigan, you know, where there is some academic prowess, where I don't think they follow some of the same practices as others. I think he's tired of so much of the, the dirty money that is going around in college football today. Hmm. And kind of like Chris Dirty money. Yeah, well, I mean, players can get theirs. Wolf, I, I'm not calling that dirty. I'm calling the stuff paying high school kids. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, when you're paying them before and under the table before they're ever one of yours, uh, that, that to me is dirty and it's broken right now and there is no guardrails and there is no rules. And hmm. kind of like Chris Peterson walked away from the University of Washington mm-hmm. uh, and David Shaw, frankly, retired. And I think he will end up in the NFL. Yeah, I think Harbaugh gets that opportunity. He's seen this coming. He knows where it's going. I don't think there's definitive answers in college football. And I think he wants to play on a level playing field with 31 other franchises. And heck, he took a team to a Super Bowl in on that playing field before and I think would like that opportunity again. So when he says he was quoted uh, yesterday, or was it earlier today, or I mean, 24 hours, that he'd likely be back at Michigan, what do you make of that? Oh, I think that's tremendous leveraging. He's going to have multiple, you know, I mean, he interviewed a, a season ago and I think would have taken the Minnesota job had it been offered to him then. So, yeah, yeah I think you, you you leverage and you... Nobody really worries man. about lying, right? No, I don't think so. I, I think he could say, well, that's how I felt that day and, you know, circumstances changed. And I how was change I my to, mind. How sure. was I to know that Carolina and Denver... Was going to offer me 250 million. That's right. And all of these opportunities were going to bound. As for this day... I envisioned myself in Michigan, and they had their early signing period, so they got that done. Those kids have signed. I think there's a, a second signing period, but most of the hay is in the barn. And, again, in this transfer world, transfer portal of today's college football, players now look out for themselves individually year by year more than they ever have before. I think there's an understanding of that from both a player and a coaching perspective. And, yeah, I, I would be – Pretty shocked and surprised if he's not in the NFL next year. Is he with the Denver Broncos? I would, I would hope so. I think, I think I've been pretty adamant with you guys over the last few weeks, and was yesterday on the morning show telling them the same thing. That just, gosh, if you just step back from this and look at it, and look at the different opportunities, if you're Jim Harbaugh, and where this brand is now with the ownership you have. He was in San Francisco, a pretty proud organization, obviously, led them back to a lot of success. He was at Stanford, a once proud university he brought back to success. And when you have ownership that has the amount of cash on hand, Mm. right, it's not just being worth billions of dollars. I watch this in Seattle with Paul Allen and the advantage you have mm. when you're not cash strapped, when you can just cut that check. Oh, mm-hmm. we need to send a hundred million to, you know, to 
to to put in the bank in, in order, for, you know, for these contracts. Okay, great. Here's a hundred million. Let's go, let's go get it done, right? You you don't have to drain. You don't have to liquidate. You don't have right. to leverage. You don't have to loan. You don't have to do any of that. It is all cash on hand, and they certainly have that in Denver. What'd you make of the Shannon Sharp Skip Bayless thing from today? Jeez, what a what a mess. <laughs> What a bad. What'd you think? It was like Richard Sherman excusing himself from our interview with with Salt a couple weeks ago that you played. I mean, that was seriously, that was the most. You think that's real? Hey, do you think that's real? What we saw today? I think it's, I think it's within question. The, the, the previous one where he like told him to put his glasses on, that felt kind of contrived. It did. I agree. That felt a little, eh. but this one, yeah, this one missed some work yesterday. Right. Sure. I mean, can it, can it all be a show? Oh. Can you, can you get ratings? Is this how the game is sometimes played? Has it created fodder from Seattle to Denver to New York and everybody talking about it? And is that ultimately what they need exposure and numbers oh. visibility wise? But you can't play that card too often, right? I mean, you can't go down that road if it isn't if it, if it isn't real and genuine, or you then burn your audience and, and further turn them away. If hey, that, uh, if, hey man, if that is made up, I'll give them an Academy Award for that one today. If yeah, that yeah. one from today. That didn't made feel made. Up. Yeah, that didn't feel made up today. But again, knowing how studio works and TV yeah, works, yeah. And the part about it that when when Skip said, "Hey, I thought we weren't talking about this today." Right. Like, you, you, it's not radio. Radio, you guys have your show sheet. You, you kind of map it out. Here's your guests. Here's a few topics. Yeah. As you guys know, and the more time you guys will spend on task together, you're going to find that those show sheets kind of go out the window. <laughs> and right, it, it would go down this rabbit hole, and we go down this avenue, and you know, we'll talk about marriage here, and then we'll get in a fight <laughs> about skiers versus snowboarders, and we'll do all this stuff. <laughs> sure. And um, but television is, hey man, here's block A, here's block B, here's block. It's all right. You know, they got a host off site, and they stay to their script pretty well. So when Skip is like, hey, you know, like we weren't supposed to talk. I, I thought we weren't talking about this. You know, there's no win. There's no upside on the air other than ultimately what was created today, which, again, has led to a lot of attention around the country. Will Russell Wilson be the comeback player of the year next year? I've heard you. I've heard Wolf say that. Have you, have you got his back on that? No. Okay. <laughs> of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't my back on that. Can I, he hates can Russell I, Wilson. Can I tell you one little chuckle I had yesterday? What's and, that? And it's fun when I'm in the car at certain times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wolf yesterday, like a great D lineman does, right? It's why Peyton used to always, I've told this story before. I don't know if I've told you guys, but when I went to Indy, it was the weirdest thing because they had this, you know, you always have cameras at, at practice, right? Filming from above. Uh, you, you got, you know, behind the line scrimmage view. You got from above sky view. And those are the shots. And we're doing like run install. And they've got a cameraman like on the ground, like filming our feet. And I had never, I had never had that. I'm like, what, what is this? And it's just run install period. And, but sure enough, man, Peyton would go back and study and watch that because he wanted to see his posture. He wanted to see his stance. He wanted to make his steps in the run game look exactly like they did in the play-action game. That's wild. Because he did not want to give the Derek Wolfs any tell oh, whatsoever. So yesterday, when you are uh, when you were disagreeing with him or you were doing something, and, mm-hmm. and Wolfs like, I, I got you figured out, D-Mac. Like, you move your mic around when I'm doing I know. You know? You got that one. <laughs> so, I, know. I didn't tell. There's no doubt about it. So he's got you. No, he got D, me on that one. No that doubt. That D-lineman's starting to figure you no, out No, he saw it. He We're saw looking it. for uh-huh. any kind of tell. Oh, he got Anything. one. Anything. He was right. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I'm looking it. at the running back's eyes. Yeah. 
Which running look, back's eyes will tell you. Wolf, would you actually look, and I've heard people say this, and now I guess all the linemen wear gloves, so maybe it's harder to tell. But, all the white of the knuckles? Yeah, is that true? Listen, or, you can tell by their square. If they have a squared-up stance, it's a run play. If they got a foot that's back, and it, you can tell that they're, like, trying to – you can tell when a guy – like, a bigger guy has to adjust to, like – Yep. Get himself in position so he can take a step, uh, a kick step. The funniest one you is, can tell. is Trent Williams apparently has the biggest tell in the world. Yeah. He doesn't care. He does not care. It, it doesn't matter. matter. Get by me. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, we got to roll. Thanks, Brock. We'll talk to hey, you soon. Can I just ask you one last question? Yeah, of course. Are the Seahawks going to have the third pick in the draft or the fifth? They're going to have the third pick. You think that really? Well, the Chargers are going to have something to play for. We were talking about that out there today. They got something to play for. They, they do? Yeah. They want to be the fifth seed. I That's think a big deal. So, yeah, the, I think the third they pick do. and the fifth pick's kind of a big deal with Bryce yep. and Will and the kid out of Georgia. Dude, I'm telling you this: if you don't take Will Levis or if you don't take a quarterback, you are the dumbest organization. You're you deserve what you get if you just don't do the obvious. Well, we'll talk about that next week. All right, Brock. We'll talk to you later.